Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a lot to talk about. So, without any further ado, let's just go ahead and talk about it. Sony was not holding a press conference uh, called PSX this year. We all know this. Um, it's not a press conference, it's just more of a fan event. But it was a cool thing Sony always did. It was really nice. However, they decided to back out because they didn't have anything to show. Honestly, I don't blame them. I mean, they have a lot of exclusives that are coming to PS4 still. And they may actually have some third-party you know, things they, ha they can show, like exclusive content or whatnot. But it wouldn't be enough for maybe a two-hour or more uh, fan event or conference, whatever you want to call it. In fact, I'll refer you to Microsoft's XO18, where you could actually see how terrible it can turn out if they don't have anything to show. Microsoft's XO18 was supposed to be something, something that could actually rival PSX, but until now and things they've shown, I don't think they can. To be honest, many people thought that the Batman Arkham New Game will be revealed there, and I don't know if I reported on that game, but to me it seemed really fake. Like, why would they even make such a game? They're already done with the franchise. So, um, it was stupid to think of it that it would be revealed at XO of all places, including the fact that Microsoft didn't even try to hype this event at all i didn't see anything about it in fact i tried searching on google searching xo 2018 xbox xo 2018 and before the event even started nothing came up it was really bad how they didn't even try to advertise for it and it was kind of obvious when you actually saw what happened during the conference it was nothing it was a stupid idea to begin with I mean, it could have been much better, not this stupid idea in, per se, but it could have been handled much better. Well, it hasn't. Talking about Sony, Sony currently has a Black Friday deal going on. Compared to the last year and the year before, this is not something to get you really excited. In fact, I'm thinking that maybe they're keeping the best for Christmas deals. So, unless you're really desperate for some of these games... I'd recommend not really going through with it. The deals currently on Black Friday sale of PSN are nothing to really make you want. I mean, sure, I'm happy God of War is now 20 bucks, but God of War already had it price cut to 40 So this is nice, but not the game I wanted because I already had it. Far Cry 5, already played it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, already did. So... Most of these games, I think they are uh, kind of targeted towards people who wanted to buy these games at one point, but, but couldn't because of, you know, um, money issues. So, unfortunately, for everybody else, <laughs> these are some terrible deals. They, in fact, put NBA 2K19 here for $30, even though I'm tempted. I'm very tempted to buy it, but I already have the 2K18, and I don't think there's that much of a difference. I did play the prelude to 2K19, and it was really nice, but I don't think there's that big of a difference. And I, I don't really buy um, sport games like this, 
to buy them every year. I buy them like a couple of years or so, so that they, I can actually feel the difference. I had 2K15, then I went to 2K18, and there is a difference. <laughs> so, yeah, those are the deals. They're not bad. If you live in uh, Europe, so you have access to the EU um, store of Sony, uh, definitely go for Spider-Man, especially the, I think, Digital Deluxe Edition. Um, that's a great deal, I think, simply because... Uh, you get the season pass of um, the city that never sleeps. And it's, it becomes actually cheaper combined with the game. <laughs> so go for it. If you have Witcher free but you don't have the season pass, now it's £10. At least for me that it says £10. It's a really good price compared to um, each of the expansions being costing much more. Uh, if you want, if you don't actually have Witcher free, one of the few people who don't, go and buy the complete edition for fifteen pounds. I'm not sure about the euro price, so I'm just telling you the UK price. As for the American store, there's a lot of games there. There's Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Far Cry, God of War, Crew Two, Rainbow Six Siege, as always, Yakuza Kiwami Two, which. For some reason, it's at the end of the list. <laughs> and so many more games. But these are the good games that I just told you about. The rest of them, not that impressive. Of course, it seems South Park, the Fractured Butthole, is part of this deal as well. Um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is also part of it. Haven't played Shadow, but I didn't hear anything good. I mostly heard bad things. Unless you were watching the review from IGN, in, in which place... They just kept saying good things about it. So I'm kind of conflicted. But if I were to buy it, I would probably buy a used disc. Much cheaper. It would be. I hope. <laughs> Anywho, let's talk about the other thing we wanted to talk about. PSX is not going to happen. We know this. But we heard that E3 2019 will go ahead without Sony. This is the first time Sony is missing E3. And... It's kind of concerning to many people, but think about it. Before we all lose our shits and just go crazy like, why, why are they doing this? Think about it this way. Marvel is missing Comic-Con now every year. And there's a very um, selfish reason. I'm not going to say good reason, selfish. Reason being Marvel is now a huge brand and it needs as much exposure as they can get for their products. Giving that time in San Diego Comic-Con, they can't get as much exposure as they can give themselves that much exposure if they have a separate thing to do. So that's Marvel's idea. They think we have an exclusive thing that nobody can attend unless we invite them. And we're going to show everything that we can for every property that we have so that people would be satisfied. This is their idea. And to be honest, it's not entirely a bad idea either. I mean, they're just going ahead and saying that, yeah, we have a lot of things to show you. So obviously we need a better venue. I'm not saying that San Diego Comic-Con is a bad venue. But you don't get to see a lot of things related to comic books as much as you can. Uh, show when you have your own venue 
By that, I mean that, sure, San Diego Comic Con, the name is there. But most of the time, for example, Warner Brothers uses San Diego Comic Con to showcase many other things aside from comics. Whenever San Diego Comic Con comes around, I am sure that Warner Brothers has a lot of things to show or everybody else. But at the same time, I see many other movies being shown. And I'm like, they're not part of the comics. The name is Comic Con. But they show it anyway. So I think Marvel did the right thing for themselves. Maybe not for the fans, but for themselves, it was a good move. Now, Sony getting out of E3, I'm not saying it's a bad move or a good move. I'm just saying that they probably want their own venue. But then again, PSX was their own venue. Now, the thing is, if they didn't have anything to show at PSX, they wanted to keep it for some other thing. Now, E3 2018 that we had was a really good one. Although I agree that, you know, it started late and they let us just um, keep watching the crazy posts until they got back to the show. And it was kind of weird, like, how they kept just performing musical things. But everything that was shown was actually good. It was really impressive. Aside from all of the crazy shenanigans. Now, this is the thing. I think Sony didn't want PSX this year because, like I said, they didn't have much to show. And even if they did show, what would they show for E3? That's the thing. Of course, until E3, there's a long time ahead. But think about it. If they're going to come out and show that, yes, we have a new gameplay for this game. Okay, we're excited. Now, E3, we're going to show you another gameplay of this game. Dude, (laughs) it is exciting, but at one point it becomes repetitive, you know? If you show just one of them, it's really cool. Like a story trailer, gameplay trailer, reveal trailer, this kind of thing. Just spread it out. Or at least do something really cool to keep us interested. So I think they made the right decision. However... How are they going to handle the rest? Are they going to have another event instead of E3? Apparently they are. But what we heard from the leaker is this leaker came out and said that tomorrow you're going to hear that Sony's canceling E3 and there will be a press release. Coincidentally, that happened. And I was really shocked. Like, how did this guy know? How? Then he said, and hear me out, listen closely, he said that uh, Sony's going to show PS5 in middle of the year or beginning, and he's going to talk about it and going to, you know, show it completely later on. So, and then at, at the end he says, plans might change. First of all, plans might change is kind of a thing that you say when you are not sure about the leak you're making or you're just saying bullshit. But given the fact that this guy was right on the nose with this announcement, there's a couple of things. One, maybe he actually works at Sony. Two, maybe he is a Sony employee who's supposed to leak this. Now, why would they? This is not unheard of that a company 
asks their employees to leak stuff to see people's opinions. Now, this is what might happen, especially because the guy says plans might change. I think Sony's testing the waters, seeing if people are actually excited for PS5 or not. You know my two cents on this. I talked about it a lot, how I'm against this idea, especially since we're having new games for PS4 being released in 2019. It's really stupid to somehow just come out and say that we have another console. It's going to launch it this year. This is the swan song for the PS4. It's just weird. Of course, not a bad move by Sony. Consider this. If... The 2019 is the final year for PS4 exclusives. There'll be a huge gap if they're going to go with 2021. So 2020 seems very logical. But 2019, as the release, is not logical. It's a stupid move that cannibalizes every other game. Unless Sony actually decides to spread out the uh, exclusive a little more, like, you know, let some of them go into 2020... So that, you know, that year until PS5 launches wouldn't be so barren. I think everything else is stupid. If it's not like that. Because if they don't go ahead with this kind of plan to kind of spread it out or make PS5 available at a special time where it can actually sell well, I think that it would be very stupid if they don't go through with this kind of a thing. Just spread them out. Spread them out as much as you can so that we still have things to do. And when the holiday season for 2020 comes around, we will go on and buy uh, the PS5 because we think that, okay, PS4 is done. So um, this guy, the leaker, said all of these things. We are not sure if it's true, if it's wrong. And honestly, at this point, I really don't care. I just want to know if Sony is going to hold any kind of press conference in 2019 because if they don't then it'll be very weird i mean why wouldn't they and don't worry i'm pretty sure they will hold a press conference talking about their games and things like that but it really comes to your mind it really got me thinking like how is it gonna be is it gonna be actually like playstation meeting And come to think of it, PlayStation meeting, I think it also happened in December. It was one year before PlayStation X was actually introduced and PlayStation meeting changed the name. But I think they're going to have another PlayStation meeting maybe in the middle of the year, close to E3, but not at E3. And they'll come out and say, well, everyone, today we have a console. It's very good. You're going to love it. That's how Sean Layden actually talks. He's always stopping in the middle of it. So I think they're just going to come out and say, yes, PS5 is in development. We're going to have more information for you guys soon. And this is a controller. Look how shiny. <laughs> Same thing they did with PlayStation Meeting. They came out and said, hey, look at my controller. So cool, huh? So um, get extremely excited for this. That PS5 might actually be introduced this year. Maybe not completely, but at least partially. Uh, It does make me happy to think that Sony's thinking very much ahead. There's also been some rumors that 
this is not rumors, this is basically confirmation. We know this is happening. That many developers already have PlayStation 5 kits and it's a monster. Now, a couple of things I just want to go through with very quickly as to what we expect from PlayStation 5. When you talk about a monster console, it means it has to be way better than PS4, especially the transition from PS4 to PS4. Every time the transition to a new generation brought something extraordinary. PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 was extraordinary. They gave us much better graphics, much better games, the integration of dual shocks, everything. It was actually a nice upgrade. Some needed upgrade. PS3 to PS2, I think again it was a great upgrade. However, that upgrade didn't show itself in the first years. It took some time to finally show the prowess of PlayStation 3 and the rest of the games in that generation. The graphics were awesome. Huge upgrade from PlayStation 2. However, we wanted other kinds of upgrades. The online connectivity was with PlayStation 2. Maybe not perfect, but it was there. PlayStation 3 was behind the curve at the beginning. Then it got ahead of the curve. So PlayStation 3 actually did a lot of things right, but it took much longer than it should have. Such as, you know, trophies, online capabilities, online playing, things like that. And interactions with people. PlayStation 4 took that one step further. I can tell you from experience by playing PlayStation 3 that this online capability from PlayStation 4 was amazing. To this day, I love it. Everything about PlayStation 4, I think, is so seamless, so in integrated, amazingly done. Now, how can you one-up this with PS5? The easiest thing that you can do is to make that online experience even better. Create a new UI system that is even better than this that it is. I mean, this is not bad, but it's very reminiscent of the one from PSP, that's not to say it was a bad one. PSP actually started this UI system that went on with PS3 and now PS4 and Vita even. Vita did get some from uh, these consoles. It's actually its own UI, but it was inspired by this. I, I heard so many times from developers. And of course, when I got it to my, in my hands, I was like, yeah, you can kind of see some inspirations, but not completely. So... You need a better UI, you need a better integration system, you need a better trophy system. What do I mean by that is that the actual, actually the trophies can just tell you your completion towards this. Like for example, if you need four of something, it says that okay, you're 75% there. You need one more. It helps. It really does. And Instead of you keep going to YouTube and watching videos and be like, oh crap, this is going to take a long time, that's so glitchy. You can actually see if the trophy is glitchy or not. That's one thing I would change. The PlayStation Store is already nice, but it can be done much better, especially the search system. The search system is not bad, but it sh should be done in a better way. The integration with mobile should be done in a better way. If they're actually going to do a touchscreen in the controller... I'm down with that, but an actual touchscreen, not a touchpad, which would make typing much faster and easier if they can actually do it. I don't know how they're going to do it. It's going to be difficult. 
but I need something that actually helps me type much faster. And if they're going to actually integrate mobiles into the system, it needs to be very seamless. That I don't have to scan codes simply because I want to type faster and then it goes into lock, lockdown, and then I have to do it again. This has to be done. Uh, the next thing I expected is that another sleek design from PlayStation Team. PlayStation 4 had the best design so far, in my opinion. It needs an even better upgrade for PS5. It's going to be difficult, but I'm sure they can handle this. 4K capabilities should be there from the get-go. This, um, this is not something Sony can just back out from it. There should be in the system. And I'm not saying that I have 4K TV or I want it, but I think many people want it, and we, want, we just want to see how much better the graphics can get from 4K. Now, when talking about graphical capabilities, I don't think there's that much to upgrade anymore. Like, not revolutionary, at least. That's what I mean. I mean, sure, there are many upgrades that can be done to make it even stronger. But what I mean is that there's nothing that we can expect to be so much revolutionary. So we're like, holy shit, that's a huge upgrade. We're already very close to the pinnacle of graphics. I think maybe the next generation is going to get us very close to realistic graphics. And that makes me happy. So I think that's another great idea that they're going to go with. And the most important one, aside from all of this crap we just talked about, you need to make PlayStation 5 capable, compatible with PlayStation 4 games. Which means if I take my external hard away from my PS4 and put it into PS5, I should be able to play those games immediately. Why? There is no why. Because... We paid a lot of money for that library. A lot of people paid a lot of money for PS3. And when they came out and said that PS4 cannot play them because, well, it's no longer the same CPU system. It was a kick in the nuts. But come out and say that, okay, this was AMD. Now we have AMD here again. You can't play them again. This helps a lot with your sales, Sony. I'm telling you. Because... Whenever somebody buys a new console, they have maybe one or two games at best. They're going to rely on free games for some time. And they're just going to keep going back, back to their other console. So don't do that. Don't do that. Definitely make it possible to play it. Of course, as I said, there's going to be a lot of things to do for people who have the PS4 version or PS5 version, if there's going to be one. Including Red Dead Redemption 2, I think. If it's going to ever go fully-fledged with the online things, it's gonna uh, come out on PS5 as well, and then comes the problem. If PS5 is capable to play PS4 games, then this is a little problematic, isn't it? Like, those of us who have the PS4 version, do we need to buy the PS5 version? And even if we do, do we get a discount? That's a big question. Big questions that Sony needs to answer very soon. That's as soon as like tomorrow, but still, we need answers. Thank you for joining us. We also have another thing to talk about, which is Dragon Ball Super Broly. I'm going to talk about it in the next, next episode. Thank you for joining us, people. I hope you had a great time. 
See you soon.